I love how the digital age has made information so easily accessible. Now I can keep learning from the comfort of my own home, whether it's for academics or my personal hobbies. With Globe Prepaid's GoPlus99 GoLearn, you can now continue your Project Loving Myself journey with more ease. With 99 pesos, you can have 16 GB of data that you can use to access educational sites such as YouTube Learning, Udemy, Google Suite, Educacion, and Canva. And on top of that, you get unlimited text to all networks. Go plus 99 with GoLearn. You get a total of 16 GB of data. That's 8 GB to browse sites for what you need and 8 GB of data for apps that you love. You also get unlimited text to all networks valid for seven days. To register, grab your mobile phones now and head on to the Globe One app, Gcash, or dial star 143 pound on your phone. Break free and take charge of your life when you keep learning with Globe Prepaid. Podcast Network Asia. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It all still boils down to knowing who you really are, where your anchor is, knowing your own values, where you really stand. And I guess at the end of the day, it's still about what you are comfortable with. Are you sure you're not violating any of your values by doing something just to present it out there, you know? You're listening to Project Loving Myself Podcast, a well-being podcast that shares stories of self-love, mental fortitude, and self-discovery. Hosted by life designer and well-being coach, Sanaya Gurnamal. Hi, I'm Sanaya Gurnamal, and this is the Project Loving Myself Podcast. Join me each week as we navigate through aha moments, new ideas, and flashes of insight from candid conversations that inspire you to get started on your own project of loving yourself. Because the most important relationship you will ever have is the relationship that you have with yourself. You matter. This is Project Loving Myself. Hello, my lovelies. Thank you for joining me today on an episode where I actually have no direction for a change. This one, I'm going to go with the flow. Why not wing it, right? It's always nice to do things a little differently every now and then. And I leave it to the universe to steer the course of action. Sometimes we have to take the wheel and drive our lives forward. And sometimes we sit back and enjoy the ride. Which one are you? the driver or the passenger in your car of life. It's great when we can have a balance between both. 
So my guest today is Andy Havelosa, a digital content curator for lifestyle brands and public personalities by craft and a traveler in her heart. Andy has had an incredible array of experiences in fashion, styling, social media, content curating, creative and art direction. In a way, she is an emblem of the new generation of digital creators who are born with an iPhone or an iPad in hand. But it is her journey of well-being that has caught my attention. I have interacted with Andy at my well-being center and I've had conversations with her that have helped me see things from the point of view of a person who has started a well-being journey, has truly dedicated themselves to it and is dealing with all the challenges any new adventure brings. And I'm talking about the project loving myself journey of course. My own journey started more than a decade ago, so my experiences are very different from what many are going through today. So it's great to be able to relate to and connect with how different individuals are interpreting and even leveling up their well-being goals today. So let's take a walk on the other side and see things from the perspective of one of my listeners, the perspective of the Project Loving Myself audience. Andy is an avid listener of the podcast and found her way to my well-being center after listening to episodes of this very podcast. In a way, she is who I'm talking to on every episode that I record. She is you. So welcome to the podcast, Andy. Hey, Sanaya. I'm so happy to be here. You know, can I just say that your podcast just really got me through a lot of rough times this year. And I just really having this fleeting thought months back earlier this year where I was like, Gee, imagine the day that Sanaya asks me to be on her podcast that I must be probably like the best version of myself. And imagine to my surprise when you reached out to me. <laughs> you know, Andy, I remember the message that I got from you. It was like some sometime in the pandemic and you were talking about how you listen to the podcast and that's yeah. where you kind of connected to me. And um, I believe by then you were either going for a healing session or you um, had already been to one. And I remember thinking that, you know, I'm going to see this girl again. I know I'm going to connect with her again. And it really <laughs> happened. And now you're on my podcast. So, you know, either you, you manifested it. It was meant to be, you know, sometimes these um, these encounters with people are really, they're important for a reason. And sometimes they're important for other people. Sometimes they're important for me. Sometimes they're important for you. Um, but I believe that, you know, there's no coincidence and everything. Mm -hmm. um, th there's a reason for everything, right? Yes, there definitely is. Definitely. Like nothing is really a coincidence because we are all creators of our lives. We just don't know it until we... We just don't know that we are actually creators until we are opened and exposed to this world where, gosh, I am a conscious creator. I've just been doing it unconsciously for so long. But now that once you step into that knowing and that being that you are creator, you know and embody it. So Andy, you're talking about being creators of our life, that, you know, we create our reality. Everything is kind of our creation. But Interestingly enough, you're also a content creator. You're a digital <laughs> creator, right? So we're not just talking about, you know, creating our life, but we're talking about also what we're creating and presenting to other people. In fact, you call yourself a freelance Instagram curator for lifestyle brands and public personalities. So that sounds really flancy and very interesting. So tell me, what is that? What are you actually creating 
so we can kind of get a little bit of an idea about you first. Okay, so it's actually a title that I invented for myself years back because I didn't really know how to explain or what to really call what I'm doing. But basically, in a nutshell, to in a nutshell, um, my clients trust me with their Instagram accounts to take creative control for their content. So it goes from like conceptualizing, producing content um, to up to like uploading their content or creating their marketing calendar. Sure, you can call it um, social media management or um, digital marketing. But for me, what it means to be a Instagram curator means a little more intentional than some of those things. Because for me, it really goes beyond just making sure things are posted on time or ensuring like everything's like, you know, in place and in order. But it's really just for me, it's really about giving each account its own unique essence and identity. So it's how to explain this until now. It's so hard for me to really fully explain it, but it's like embodying who this, who a brand is or who a personality is online. So, you know, Andy, the word you use, you said it's like an essence. Okay. And that's kind of what, you know, that's what makes sense to me is that there's an essence that we put forward, whether it's a brand, whether it's our mm-hmm. own personality, whether it's a movement or a mission that we're trying to, you know, convey to our audience. Correct. And I know that yes. you know, the, the French people call it our DNA. It's like our brand DNA, mm-hmm, our mm-hmm, values. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? They exactly. talk about that in branding. Um, and I notice that you have your own sort of identity online. You have your own presence. So what, from your perspective, what goes into kind of finding and establishing your online identity or your essence that you put out there? As a content creator yourself and for someone who's done this for other brands and other people, how do you do that? How do you put yourself forward and and portray that identity to others? Well, Sanaya, up to this day, you know, I'd still say like it's ever evolving, just like life, just like who we are as individuals. Um, uh, I'd say like my own identity on online is also ever evolving because it's also just a reflection of the different faces or who I was at a certain point in or period in my life, you know. Um, I do remember though, like many years ago, I was also in this journey into like discovering what I really want or who um, I really, you know, when it comes to this digital world, like I also didn't want to I was really at the point where I was also asking myself do I really want to be like an influencer do I want to be this kind of personality online you know and of course I kind of tried it out you know but it didn't really feel so natural to me like I just didn't it just didn't sit well with me like I'm happy for those people who can fully express themselves in that um realm but it just wasn't for me like i just didn't feel right to constantly have to like pressure myself to create make content every single day or or to like constantly promote brands and events it was just not very natural to me you know and i and at some point i realized first and foremost 
the priority for my my priorities first and foremost my clients and their brands and their accounts and my personal platform just it's just secondary it just came as a means of my own form of self-expression and i found that with traveling where it became like my it became my form of self-expression you know and that's where i found some peace with it so you prefer to be behind the scenes rather than yes. like in front of the camera. But yet, you yes. know, Andy, like your feed is just so beautiful. Your travel <laughs> photos, I mean, they're gorgeous. And Thank it you seems so like you're very welcome. But it seems like, Andy, like everybody wants to be an influencer today. You know, everybody kind of wants mm -hmm. to get, you know, different brands sponsoring them or you know people actually it's like every girl's dream i feel like a lot of people that i've talked to and yet you're saying you know this is something that i shy away from this is something i don't actually feel comfortable doing and again i see this beautiful feed so tell me about that like what what motivates you to express yourself in that sort of travel niche because all your photos are of you traveling. So, and yeah. I also read a lot of things you've written. So it's very deep. It's very oh, like your, you. your very intimate thoughts. You know, it's things that definitely, I'm sure you are not just, you know, typing it out. It's just really coming from a, a, a place that maybe takes a lot out mm -hmm. of you right? It feels mm -hmm. like it. The words feel very like emotionally yeah. loaded and charged. So again, why do you choose to express yourself that way? And you said it brings you peace, but tell me a little bit more. I guess since I was a child, I've always been inclined to be like a visually creative person. Like I express my creativity by producing things that I can see. So I, I I really remember when Instagram came into my life back in 2012, 13. It was just really fascinating for me, you know, putting photos and imagery together and just making sense out of it, telling a story out of like a bunch of photos, telling like a certain story or a certain color palette. I just had fun with it. And eventually that's how I also found my my profession you know and when it comes to myself i just naturally like creating beautiful imagery it's not something that i have to force myself to like or make myself like for example earlier i was talking about how i didn't want to force myself to always like produce photos on a day on a daily basis because it doesn't feel natural to me when it comes to traveling, I'm just in my element. I'm just in such a peaceful, calm, creative mindset where I'm just taking photos because I love it, because it is memories. It's something that I will cherish and bring with me throughout the years to come. And when it comes to curating or presenting my um, photos on my personal platform, it just feels natural. It's not something that I feel like I have to force myself. I, I'm pressured to like um, make it look a certain way or something. Because it's just, again, naturally something that is a form of my personal creative expression. Yeah. So you're really doing it for you, 
right? Like your Instagram, it's almost like your own lookbook of your travels, your journeys and things that you want to capture. Yes. Which is interesting. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, it's for myself. It's not really, it's not because I'm doing it to get sponsorships or whatsoever. Like if you check my feed, you you there's just a bit of sponsored items or <laughs> sponsored posts. But again, it's because I just I just don't want to force myself to do something that doesn't feel natural to me. You know, because right. when I'm doing something that doesn't feel normal to me, I I feel uneasy. So I just go with. What sits right with me? What feels right to me? I think this is a really good question for all of us to ask, you know, our, our listeners, everyone listening in, you know, maybe this is a question to ask yourself. Who are you posting on social media for? Are we posting for ourselves? Are you posting for other people? And I think that in itself, establishing who you're posting for actually helps you direct what you want to post. Right. Cause I know yeah, that definitely. as I, as I have navigated social media, there have been many times where I've questioned whether I should post something or not. Um, often it's felt like this is too private. You know, I'm not sure I want to yes. share this or there have been situations where I'm like, well, if I post, is this other person going to feel bad? Is this other person going to get offended? Or does it feel like I'm, you know, does it feel like I'm, I don't know, being pretentious pretentious or, or yeah you know like things that i don't know not not other people would necessarily appreciate certain things um, mm-hmm. and so i've actually asked my question why does it matter you know because at the end of the day if i'm posting something it's for me right it's mm-hmm. it's for myself so i've had to have that conversation with myself and that's actually helped me uh do better in what i want to post and not to have as many questions yes. in my mind about whether you know this is the right post or not um and so that's been also kind of something interesting that i've had to figure out what have been your challenges andy when it comes to content creating um, in terms of your own um, content creation and also for other brands and people? Precisely some of the things you just mentioned earlier. You know, um, you at some point, of course, um, creative block is one of it, procrastination, um, comparison, competition. You think of all of those things when it comes to this digital world. But I guess um, I've also struggled with the the back and forth between my online personality and who I really am. And this is also a conversation that I have with um, some of my clients and friends who are also in the industry who are celebrities or public personalities. I guess everybody also always comes to that um, question in their head, you know. Um, But I guess it always just comes down to how you anchor yourself and sometimes like for for people like us like you know we're also running um different jobs or different businesses that require our digital online presence i guess it's still so so important for us to tell the difference between who our online self is and versus who our real life persona is where your online persona 
doesn't have to consume who you really are in this real in this real world you know and yeah sometimes it's just also about understanding that sometimes it's just it's a job you have to do certain things that may feel a little unnatural to you but you have to have that clear boundary within yourself on how far you can keep on going yep <laughs> so i i picked up something that you said it's difficult to draw the line between being real and authentic and at the same time you can't put whatever shit you're going through out yes. there right and mm -hmm. then you said how can you find your light if you haven't gone through some darkness so you were acknowledging mm -hmm. that there is going to be some you know some shit some crap in our lives we don't necessarily want to air our dirty laundry in public mm -hmm. right because some exactly. of that's pretty private but at the same time how can we be truly authentic if there are parts of ourselves that we want we we hide so how in in your experience in kind of dealing with all of this how do you bridge the gap between your true authentic self and your virtual personality like how much do you choose to share do you share at all you know how about being vulnerable where where, where do you fall on that that's a very good question sanaya it's still a question i ponder about every single day <laughs> you know there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and zepbound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Because the digital world is ever so... The digital trends are ever so changing. There was a time where it was... The thing was, you know, to look polished, to look... Picture perfect was the thing. Right. Then there came a phase where to be real and raw was the trend. And then suddenly people kind of like overdo that and end up sharing, oversharing too, too much, you know? And then I guess it all still boils down to knowing who you really are, where your anchor is, knowing your own values, where you really stand. And I guess at the end of the day, it's still about what you are comfortable with. Are you sure you're not violating any of your values by doing something just to present it out there, you know? And I guess it's, again, it all just swings back to knowing who you, 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 knowing who you really are. And it's not about feeling pressured to present yourself to the world in a certain way because i know what it feels like i know what it feels like where you need to validate yourself by by the likes by the comments by the attentions or the engagement a post gets or the views your instagram stories get 
And it's not a very good feeling because you feel like your worth is based on something out there. Right. And I was also stuck in that kind of cycle several years ago where, where I would feel so affected if this post didn't get enough engagement. <laughs> but now looking back at it, it's just like, you know, it was my younger self. And at that time, I didn't really know better. My self-concept wasn't at its strongest yet. And you just begin to know and recognize your worth and your values. And you validate yourself without needing the external validation of how much followers you're getting constantly, of how much um, likes a photo is getting. Because there was really also a time where my followers count was decreasing more than it was increasing. And that used to really bother me because then what am I doing wrong? People don't like me. Or, or, or is this defining me or my career or profession as a creator? And I was like, no, right. it doesn't because your worth, your values, your self-concept cannot be defined by any external, any external factor. It all has to start within you before it reflects or gets reflected in your reality. So tell me so, about yeah. that. Tell me about that kind of journey, Andy. How did you get there to this point where you can because you said it a few times that it's about knowing who you are. It's knowing, you know, where you stand. You're talking about kind of the values, the self-validation. Mm-hmm. I know you have a story there. Okay. And it's mm-hmm. been kind of a bit of a um a bit of a story as well you know so tell me about how did you get to this point where you can say all of this and feel comfortable with yourself tell me a bit about that hmm long 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 story where do i begin (laughs) well i used to i used to really attach myself to what people will think of me what people will say of me what if others like me or not, or or I I I I attach my worth, my value to outside circumstances. But the reason why things are the reason why our three D reality, our physical reality, is as such is because of the stories we play internally within us. Yeah, the narrative. It's never yes, the narrative that we have inside of us. It's never because we're we're so conditioned and programmed to think that our physical reality is what will dictate how we feel inside. But when I came into Theta Healing earlier this year, it was really a complete shift in mindset and outlook in life. And how did I get to this point? Of course, Theta Healing was really part of it. And after that, I still went on my continuous personal journey of studying like what our existence really is you know how our minds work and all that and i guess it's just it all still really really boils down to the self-concept you hold with yourself because for example um if you constantly think of yourself in a negative way it's going to be manifested in your physical reality and then it's going to make you think and go down that hole all over again. And you're perpetuating the same outcome, you know? And you really have to break that cycle. 
And it's, and there's no one else who can do that. But you yourself, your mind, you and you, you know, right. it's always you versus you. It's never you versus circumstances, people or situations. So, yeah. so the first thing you're saying, Andy, and this is something I'm going to stop and kind of recap so that our listeners can kind of understand also <laughs> what's been the path yes. for you. What's been the path for you? Okay. Now you're saying is one, realize it's you. It's all you, correct? It's not anyone mm-hmm. else. You're the only person that can do anything about yourself and your life. Yes. Right? Yes. And then you mentioned the stories we tell ourselves. So what we have decided, who we are in our own mind. Some of us have decided that we are not very interesting, not very likable. Mm-hmm. Some of us have mm-hmm. de- decided we're not very attractive. Some of yes. us have de- decided that we aren't very successful. Okay. So we've all... Yes told ourselves a story about our own selves and that becomes our narrative, right? Yes. And then we keep adding to that story by saying, look, this, these people don't really, you know, they don't really make an effort with me, which just goes to prove that I'm not very likable. So we feed yes. into that story and we find a way to turn all our external life experiences as proof of what we've chosen to believe about ourselves. Exactly. Right. And you had your own story for a while as well. Right. And then you decided that you were going to change that story. Yes. So how did you do that? How did you actually shift from that more negative mindset, that mindset that wasn't prioritizing you or valuing yourself to now having this sense of respect and value for yourself that I'm hearing um, as you are yes. relating your story. Okay, so prior to coming to Third Eye Wellness, I associated myself to be this selfish, heartless, thick-skinned, aloof person. And this was being played out in my reality. This was happening in my physical reality where people would reflect it back to me that, yes, you are this kind of person. <laughs> but and Andy- of course, you know, Andy, Andy, wait, I want to interrupt first, okay? Who told okay. you that? Who who told you that you are the selfish, aloof kind of person? Like, where did you develop that idea of who you are in your own mind? I told myself that. <laughs> Why? It's crazy. Because I guess when you know, when like every person in this world, like we, we experience circumstances that may not be so favorable and then we act in a certain way we we react in a certain way and some of those reactions are not favorable as well and that's when you judge yourself you label yourself as such you you call yourself whatever um and in my case i was calling myself a selfish thick-skinned or a numb person (laughs) all those things you know and i was like at some point, I was just really, okay, maybe this is who I really am. And it's, it's totally like, whatever, whatever, whatever people, whatever, fuck what people think. Yeah. <laughs> if I am this way, people just have to accept me for it. But, but is that really my truth, you know? For a while, I accepted it as my truth. And for me, at that point, there was really no other way around it. And of course, naturally, by the laws of this universe, that's what's really going to play out into your physical reality. 
it's being projected and it's being and it's happening you know that way where my relationships with my family my friends it was it was showing up in different manners in different ways even right. in, with the people i'm working with and because it was happening that way it was already a toxic cycle i would feel like a victim all over again where and i would re-identify myself as those things you know so how did i break the cycle okay I i'm gonna in, i'm gonna yeah. interject again okay i'm gonna interject andy because i i just think your story is so fitting for the podcast because so many people are going to resonate with this because they're all doing it they're all yeah. exactly you know where you are talking about you know what you're talking about they're doing this right now or they've been there or they're working to get out of it as well and that's why i think it's mm -hmm. so important that we are talking through what you've been through so one of the things that i got out of what you said is that it's really important to recognize what other people are saying about you or how they are acting to you is actually also simply your own belief about yourself it's not them yes right it's it's be it's what you feel about yourself that they are then bringing to life they are actually mm -hmm. responding to that and they're actually treating you the way you believe you are yes yes right and another point is that you said um an experience happened and then you judged yourself and then you decided that you're selfish or cold aloof some of the words you used so we have a tendency perhaps to be a little bit more understanding of other people but not so understanding about ourselves right yes yes so when we do something and we think that we didn't act the best we could or we did something that we judge as wrong um then we don't bother to actually go back to understand why we reacted that way right we're so mm -hmm, quick mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to you know to we're blame. so quick to blame and to kind of like punish ourselves or to um judge ourselves to call ourselves out and we kind of just you know hang a noose around our 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 neck and decide that this is mm -hmm. who we are instead of trying to understand well why did i react that way you know where yes. where was this coming from there's no introspection there's right away a judgment and i think if we were to kind of look a little deeper look at why this happened what were we feeling at that point you know where was this coming from then perhaps we could be a little bit more kinder to ourselves now before we get to the next question we're going to be right back after this short break the fun thing about this whole online setup is that we get to meet new people and learn new things all from the comfort of our home. Learning new things with Globe Prepaid's Go Plus 99 is as easy as scrolling through your social media. With just 99 pesos, you can now access YouTube Learning, Google Suite, Canva, and other educational sites for 7 days. Go Plus 99 with Go Learn and you get a total of 16 GB of data. That's 8 GB to browse sites for what you need and 8 GB of data for apps that you love. You also get unlimited texts to all networks valid for 7 days. To register, grab your mobile phones now and head on to the Globe One app, GCash, or just dial star 143 pound on your phone. With Globe Prepaid, learning is easier, stress-free, and better. 
right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. not jump the gun and decide we are this or that kind of a person that isn't very reflective of who we truly are. Correct? Exactly, Sanaya. Yes. Yeah. Because okay. everybody that exists in your reality is just you pushed out. Right. Yeah. It's a hard pill to swallow for people who have not heard of this concept yet. But it is what it is. That, that That's how it really is, you know? Like, at first, I would be so quick to just blame people and circumstances for what I was experiencing. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, it's hard to take accountability for the things you've created or the things that you've, um, you can say, manifested or attracted into your life. But when I started to reverse engineer those experiences, I always just see how it just always leads back to myself. I am the root of everything because I am the creator of my life. And I am not a victim of circumstances because everything is just, it all comes back to me, to who you are as a person. So Andy, looking back now at how far you've come, what you've been through and what you've achieved now, what would you say are the things that you realized, maybe lessons learned, things that helped you to get to where you are today? Looking back in retrospect, what would you say? There's a lot of things I can say, Sanaya. Like, there's just so many lessons, realizations in the past several months that I could have not figured out in the past 28 years of my existence. And again, you know, Theta was. Theta was such a significant part in it. And one of the things that I really realized was how to truly learn how to be compassionate with myself and, uh, w- and with other people in this world. Because it's, it's so easy for us, again, before to just point and blame things on circumstances and situations and feel like a victim of how people are or how a certain person is to you or whatever the problems you perceive in, you know? But with when I learned Theta, one of the things, the significant things that I also recognized and really learned is that we as human beings, we are all rooted in love. Our core is really love. No matter how bad or crazy or horrible we've been in this world or did. But again, but based on the way our human experience was designed, we experience difficult circumstances or experiences that end up encapsulating that core of ours, you know? So we we are covered in fear, doubt, ego, Hatred, all those things, which, which strip us away from our true core nature, which is again love. So after everything, I began to see myself. It's an understatement to say that I had a shift in mindset because it was completely more than that. <laughs> um, it was just really, it's crazy because there's just so many things that I could really point and say from this experience but again it's a total shift of mindset um outlook and the way i look at things the way i look at people 
the way I look at myself is completely different. And I wouldn't have had it any other way because I can't imagine not knowing all these things that I know now, which I never knew of then. And back then, you had no idea that there was so much more to learn, to Mm -hmm. know, and what it would look like, you know, from this Mm -hmm. side, correct? Yep. So, Andy, tell me now about why you went in for theater healing. Because you mentioned that you went in for a session and that's where a lot of things changed for you. So why did you go for a theta healing session? How did you hear about it? And what was that experience like for you? I don't know which I knew of first, the podcast or th- or third eye. And I, that, I can't remember. But of course, I w- like many others, I went in for a session um, because I was in the pursuit of like spiritual, emotional, and mental healing. And I guess most of my classmates also came in for more or less the same reason of that. I went for a session first because I was going through a very turbulent and dark time of my life where, again, I felt like an absolute victim of outside circumstances. And there was a lot of blame. There was a lot of, um, a lot of blame and regret that I felt with myself. And I really meant it when I told you the other day that Theta really saved me this year, you know, because it just really became my anchor to self-betterment and to spirituality. Because prior to that, I was already into spirituality, but I didn't really have a mentor. I wasn't really properly guided. And, you know, there's too many information out there. and. Um, sometimes you misinterpret things and it leads you to like, you know, a deeper hole and all of that. So yes, that's how I got into Theta. And Andy, what did you get from the session? Like what, what actually happened? What did you, like, give me specifics. What happened? Yes. So my first session helped me understand why I had such fear in commitment, such fear in marriage or long-term relationships and sometimes like you know you have these fears but you don't know the reason why you have them and sometimes and most of the time it leads to things way 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 back into your life where you never suspected this was the cause or the root of such fears that you had you know and it was just so awakening for me to realize why I had this constant self-talk with myself or why I had all these kinds of fears, you know? So that was it. Okay. And once you realize, like, I think one of the things that you got out of it is you started to figure out where it was all coming from, right? Where it started, mm-hmm. why things were a certain way. Once you had all this information, then what? What did you do with it? What happened from there? First, it really helped me forgive myself, first and foremost, because now that you have this higher understanding or a higher perspective of what's been going on, what have you been, what I have been playing in my head for like the past 28 years, it now, now there's forgiveness. Now there's like compassion for myself. And it actually helps you move forward with ease because it, Again, you self is first. And after that, it helped me see things, perspectives, and people in a different manner. 
and now whenever whenever I I get triggered or whenever something comes up or I experience something undesirable, I no longer blame or I no longer like hate or get angry right away because I first pause and ask myself, why are you bothered in the first place? Why is this really scratching on you? Because we, as humans, again, we don't, we fail to really understand and accept that whatever we're feeling triggered about, it's not, it's not about the other person. It's always, there's something inside of you that needs to be healed or come into terms with because you're feeling a certain way, you know, that's it. <laughs> you know, every student who has ever come to my class knows this, that I always say that it's always you, you know, they give mm -hmm. me, Sanaya, I have this going on and this happened and this person did this. And I'm like, okay, but it's still you. So yeah. why did you need this experience? What are you getting from it? You know, why are you, uh, why are you the victim? Why do you feel like a victim? What are you getting out of being a victim? So I'm constantly like, I'm constantly encouraging people to look inside of them for the answer. Cause that's really where it mm -hmm. lies. Right. And all the, the power to change things is also inside of us. And I'm glad to see that you've also picked up in your journey, all these different tools and techniques that help you manage the different things that are going on in your life and that you can mm -hmm. stop and, you know, you can stop and decide not to spiral in that, you know, negative yes. self-talk or, you know, that whole blame game. Like you catch yourself before you do that. Mm -hmm. So in a way, we all need to be taught, right, how to manage things better, how to live without overreacting or um, how to live without hating and being in a state of fear. And fear is another big one, right, Andy? How did yes. you deal with fear? Tell me about fear in you. Like, what was your experience with fear? I fear, I used to believe that my fears manifest faster and quicker because I guess what you resist ends up persisting more. So I've had a couple of um, sessions or practice sessions in, in the Theta community also that fear is the focus. And of course, it really makes you face head on this fear in your head. And sometimes it's really, it's, it's really not a very, it's not a, pretty feeling at all it's yeah. so uncomfortable it's so it really shakes you yeah and for you to face fear takes a lot of courage takes a lot of yourself takes a lot of vulnerability also but you have to do it there's no other way right. <laughs> because if you keep fearing fear it's just gonna persist in your in your mind and eventually it could be happening in your reality you know right because also one thing because if we fear something too much we put too much energy into it and what you focus on creates you know and this is still a constant thing that i'm practicing and still trying to like help myself become better at it's really how to manage those fears and those negative um, scenarios you're, you are creating in your head. But again, it's, it's a constant learning process. It's a constant um, 
decision to be better. And I think that's what we have to always remember, remind ourselves and have the patience to understand that, you know, we're growing every day. We're learning, we're growing, you know, and it's okay. It's okay to take a little time. It's okay to stumble and fall. It's okay to have to, you know, learn your lesson over and over again. It's okay. As long as you keep moving forward. Yeah. I like what, I like what you said, Andy, you said what you resist persists. That's a great one-liner. It's a good reminder that, you know, whatever you fear, you're going to end up creating the very fear, right? Yeah. And, and I also like how you talked about courage, courage being something that we really need when we have to deal with fears. And the -hmm. journey normally is first to build up the courage to face, to confront, to deal with something. But eventually when you get pretty good at, you know, standing up for in a situation or having the courage to believe in yourself or having the courage to speak your mind, you know, when that courage kind of really sets in, you get to a next level that we talk about in Theta Healing, which is bravery. Bravery Mm -hmm. is a very different virtue. Bravery is like, okay, I have courage. I can deal with whatever comes my way. I have the courage to do that. But with bravery, I'm fearless, right? So now I know that no matter what comes my way, I'll always be able to deal with it. And therefore there's no fear left anymore because I mm. believe in myself so much. And so to our, our all our listeners out there and to you too, um, Andy, it's, it's for me, it's courage is a wonderful thing. It's so special to have courage, but we can also kind of consider getting to a place where, If you're fearless, then you don't even need the courage as much as you need that quality of bravery that Mm -hmm. I'm okay with anything. I can deal with whatever comes my way. Yes, it's the confidence in yourself. Right. Your self-concept. Because if your self-concept of how you see yourself or hold yourself is really really anchored, is really um, solid, you won't be perceiving things as fears because it's all about like, again, it, it begins with yourself where how you see, with how you see outside circumstances also depends on how strong you are with your self-concept. Right. And it's like, okay, I'll give you an example. Like for some people, a roller coaster is fun, exhilarating, exciting. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. for other people, and a roller coaster is the most, you know, terrifying thing ever, you know, to get, to go upside down or do loops. I mean, they can't do it. So the events themselves, the situations themselves are pretty neutral. It's just how we react to it. Where, yeah, we perceive the fear. Um, So I think that if we have a way of neutralizing the fear, you know, and, and kind of understanding that that fear is not real, right? It's just, tied into something that we can explore through a healing session, which I'm sure you've done and dealt with, right? Now, Mm -hmm. Andy, you went from healing sessions to becoming a student. You became a Theta Healing student. Why? What what made you take that leap from client to student? I realized I was going from one session to another and another. And I was like, you know, maybe it's just best I take the class itself. So I have a deeper and more solid knowledge of what really happens and how to really do it. Yeah. And I, I got into class. I learned the basics of it. 
I learned how to start with myself. And eventually, I was also able to like practice with some of my friends who also needed some sort of um, healing or reconciliation within themselves. And it's also very fulfilling to be able to help others, to be able to pass on um, the kind of the kind of kindness that you received from others, you also pass it on to others who need it as well. It's like paying it forward. Yes. Right. And I do believe too, you know, when you help others, you heal others in a way you're healing a part of yourself too. And in fact, I tell my students all the time that whoever you end up working with as, as partners in the class, you know, cause we do the exercises and practice with each other. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's a part of you that needs to get healed in that too, right? And so every person in our life also represents some aspect of ourselves that we need to learn about or we need to heal, uh, which is why it's so beautiful to be a student of Theta Healing because you get to kind of work on yourself and develop yourself, but you also got you get a chance to make a difference in other people's lives, which ultimately helps you too, right? Yes, yes, very, very much. And Sanaya, the, the Theta community is just so amazing. Like I've, I've made a lot of great connections with the students who were my classmates and eventually the group formed from, from, uh, all the students combined. Like shout out to like Evelyn, Rosa, <laughs> um, Kai, there's so many of them, but it's really, it's really like having this sense of self empowerment and community also. That's one of the best things that I also received from Theta Healing. Yeah. And I bet you like anytime, because this is what happened to me when I also started in Theta Healing is you, you find like-minded people and whenever you kind of get stuck, you know, maybe you have a challenge in your life and it's taking you a little longer to kind of get through it, then you can turn to people who will get it and who will help you kind of like sort it out so that you can keep going. Um, so definitely there's lots of benefits, I'm mm-hmm, sure, to much. connecting with your other classmates. Mm-hmm. From your point of view, Andy, why should anyone start a well-being journey? Like why go through all of this? Why, why not just kind of go through life without really thinking too much about everything that's happening, without exploring? Like why should a person get on this whole journey? I guess the simplest way to explain it would be you don't just take care of your physical health. I I mean, you don't just see a doctor when things are like incredibly bad with your physical health. You start a wellness journey to take care of yourself constantly and to prevent the serious um, health issues. Same goes with our mind and our spiritual bodies. Um, you don't have to wait for something 
catastrophic to happen for you to get into well-being because i think you know most of us got into it because something chaotic already happened but you can prevent it you can prevent prevent these unwanted or catastrophic disastrous things from happening to you by checking your own internal temperature because you don't have to you don't have to wait for the time when you're already at a boiling point where you've exploded for you to um check on yourself and this is something that i share to some of my friends or people i talk to as well um especially if they have kids you know um it's so important to really start them young because there's a lot of a lot of us who are like in our, in our late 20s some even in their 40s who got into theta and there are those that got into theta when they're just um teenagers and then we're yeah. like wow you're so lucky you're gonna save yourself yeah. from a lot of shit you know in your life yeah. <laughs> we've had a 15 year old in our in our in our in our basic class and we were just like wow you are so lucky <laughs> you're gonna save yourself from a lot of things in your life you know yeah, yeah i <laughs> and I... Totally, yep. totally relate to that because there are so many times I see a lot of young students come into my classes and I'm just like, you really are doing the best thing ever. I had a girl in my class. She she joined when she was like about 14, 15, 14, I think she started. Wow. Now she's in college and she went to her dream college and she's so well adjusted. She's doing so incredibly well because she's using Theta Healing for like everything. And I remember mm -hmm. when I was in college, college was so much fun. I was in the US, but it was also some of the most difficult mm -hmm. years of my life in terms of like dealing with friends and you know, like yes. relationships and, you know, worthiness issues. I mean, college was yes. really the, the pinnacle, but also really hit rock bottom quite a bit. And thank God. I would have um, to agree. <laughs> yeah. You know, thank God for, for these kind of techniques and these kind of tools that we have. And I'm so glad that kind of everybody today, right, is is mm -hmm. into well-being of some sort. Everybody has understood or re recognized how important it is to take care of not only our mental health, but our physical and our emotional health. And it's so great to see that happen where people as young as, you know, 12 and 13 and 14 also are starting to pay attention to these things, yeah. which is great. Because it's also their parents have also introduced it to them. And yeah. that's like the kind of guidance we also need, like moving forward into this world that's also ever evolving. So true. Now, what advice would you give, Andy, other people like you who are dealing with some of the similar things, you know, where maybe there's hatred and blame and there's anger and resentment. Maybe there's self-doubt. Maybe there's, you know, a lack of um, connection with themselves. What would you say to them? after having been through your own share of all of these things? Do Theta Healing first and foremost. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, um, choose to always see yourself in the best light possible. I know it's hard because it's hard to convince yourself, for example, I am worthy, I am good enough, I am loved, I am cherished, when if your outside circumstances don't reflect that to you. 
But exactly why? It's exactly why you need to first give it to yourself internally because nothing starts from the outside because creation always begins inside. So it's, it's also equally important to get like a mentor or like an institute that can help you. And third eye is really one of it. And yeah, validate yourself first and always make sure it's coming from a place of self love that's not selfish or egoistic because sometimes we can confuse it as well. Yeah. Always make sure it's coming from a place of your higher self, your best from a place of love from a place of creator and god yeah and i guess what else give me give me andy your project loving myself mantra the one thing that you would like to share with others that has helped you um something you think about or believe in um and along with that you know what any other tips techniques that you do to help you kind of stay in a good space all the time tips listen to podcasts like this it has really really helped me and there's a, a other bunch of things that i involve in like youtube or um what else there's other instagram accounts for wellness and i feed myself with that kind of information daily because guys whatever you feed your mind whatever you ingest also becomes who you are and it's so important this i also learned with data it's so important to filter what the kind of media that you consume because we don't know how how it really affects our subconscious mind yeah and most people don't really value or see the importance in this but it really does it really affects all aspects of your life and i guess it's so important to just have a really great concept of yourself it always begins with self because if how can you expect to be treated a certain way or seen a certain way or attract these things in your life if you are not that person you have because you know you attract what you are not what you want or need right i love that That's you attract you attract what, what you, you are, are not what you want or need or yes. need wow very it's, powerful it's, statement yeah. yeah i think that's your project um, loving myself mantra right there yes you attract what you are not what you want or need <laughs> yeah and that really puts the i guess the responsibility the accountability back on us to be that which mm -hmm. we want in our life right to be at that vibration yeah, at that resonance with what we want to create. Like if you want to be with a soulmate who loves you and respects you and, you know, treats you well, then you have to be able to do that with other people as well. You have to be yes. able to give that to someone else. If you want to be wealthy and comfortable financially, then you're going to have to live a mindset of someone who is wealthy, who doesn't mm -hmm. really have any much fear yes. about money, who's not in that state of lack, right? You're going to have to already be yes. able to kind of live the idea of having plenty. And so live from the end, right Live from your end goal and desires. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty powerful um, way to approach, 
I guess, manifestation and, and sort of creating that life that you want to live um, when you start to realize that you have to be it first before you can bring it into your life. Yes. Right. And on that note, I, Ali, go ahead. I have a similar. Okay. So after you reach out, reached out to me the other day, you know, when you asked me to be a guest here, of course, I was so excited. Like, I mean, so now all your guests are people I've also worked with in the industry who are so successful in their individual fields or, you know, people who are notable and credible in whatever they're doing. And I was so excited, of course. But then I started to also slip into this old concept, this old programming. And I started to question, am I really worthy enough? Am I really good enough or credible enough to be on this podcast? Am I really that healed or deserving to speak myself here? And you know what? Just declare that you are, that you are this person who is deserving of all of this. Just have that confidence in yourself. And I was just telling myself, okay, months ago, I thought about this. If I'm on Sanaya's podcast, I must probably be my best and greatest self already. And then I was like, no, that's not any other day. That's today. I'm declaring that to me today. (laughs) You just have to have that confidence that certainty and assurance with who you are and see yourself in the best light possible. So things just reflect it. You know, the only person who decides whether you deserve something or you're worthy of it is you, right? It's, it's us. Nobody else judges that. And we're the first ones to deny us something or to say that we're not worth something. And I think it's a very good uh, point that you make that we have to catch ourselves before we're mm-hmm. the ones who just, you know, destroy, destroy our own chances to begin with. Um, I think everyone, everyone is worthy and deserving of being on any platform they choose to, to be on because we all have a story to share. We all have something mm-hmm. that can help another person. And I'm so glad that you, you know, agreed to, to be on this podcast and to share kind of what you've been through and the kind of things that have helped you. I mean, even if a few people take to heart what you say, what you said on this podcast, then that makes a difference in their lives and then they pass it on to someone else. And then that's how we create that ripple effect of just positivity and and love for for ourselves and for other people. So thank you, Andy. Andy, please share share your your details so people can kind of, you know, say hello and, and look at some of your beautiful pictures of travel. Okay, I'm on Instagram. It's Andy J, A-N-D-I-E-J underscore. That's it. <laughs> okay. And if anyone wants to ask you about Theta Healing, about a session or Yes, feel the free class, to reach out to me there. Right? <laughs> Sometimes it's nice to talk to someone who's been through it um, instead of just uh, the organization itself. It's nice to hear somebody else's testimony. Um, yeah, totally. And- That's how I started out too. I was asking people who have experienced it first and it helped yeah. you. Yeah. So thank you again for sharing that, Andy. Thank you, Sanaya. So how many of you relate with Andy? I mean, does what she said resonate with you? Are you kind of at that same point? Have you been there and have you come forward from there? Drop me a line and tag Project Loving Myself podcast and at Sanaya Gurnimal. Do subscribe to my podcast and hit me a like. You know it's always appreciated. Now, today's quote is, it's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives, but what we do consistently. 
So what are the things that you choose to do consistently in your life? What are the tips, tricks, techniques that will help you get the best out of every experience? What do you want to set up for yourself to make life as easy, as smooth and effortless as possible? These are some things worth thinking over, things that you might want to kind of give yourself so that you can navigate your Project Loving Myself journey a little bit better. No matter what, remember you are loved. Thank you for joining me this week on Project Loving Myself, brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and powered by Podmetrics. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.